Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNZF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and guess what, folks? Guess who's back? Is this the right way to say it? Bienvenido. Bienvenido. I'm back. <laughs> Eric is back. And so uh, it's great to have him back. Uh, I, he had a great time, according, oh, yes, according to his report. And, uh, and we, you know, we'll get a chance to find out how his vacation was. But, uh, Good morning, guys. He is back. Well, our legal loyal listeners, they're glad to have you back, too. Uh, of course, the leader is Billy Jones. He stopped in already to see you. Yes, he did. And uh, he, he gave co- me a coin. He coined us both. Yes. Yep. So thank you, Billy. Uh, he's always a thoughtful guy. You know, United States Army vet and his wonderful white wife Joe, who Joe, great lady. supported him for all those years in the army, and then their and sixty plus years of of marriage, their anniversary. I don't is, know how uh, she did it. I'm just kidding, Billy. I'm just kidding. You're a great guy too. Their anniversary uh, was just this uh, past week so uh congratulations, congratulations guys then of course we have navy master chief dan and his wife Kay. Last re- mate, master chief good morning last report from uh master chief uh dan was that Kay was doing better he was he was uh helping her out around the house i am very were, happy so hope that's still the happy case to hear that yes then we got our marine pal jeff kingdon the woodworker he is uh, still active. He's going to be helping us out on some other projects. Uh, morning, Jeff. Coming up, so good Jeff morning, Jeff. Jeff is a pretty, pretty busy guy. Yep. Another busy guy is talking Tom Pikarski. Oh, yes, indeed. Who's also, uh, he's got a, he's, you know, the commander of the VFW now. And uh, he's uh, happy to say that the VFW riders, he's got a lot of the riders who are installed as uh, officers there at the VFW and are awesome. helping out. He's even joined the riders, even though, Oh, wow. He doesn't have a motorcycle, but he wears the vest, and I guess his nickname is Santa. Oh, Santa. Yeah, I, I said, why not talking Tom? I know. So that would have been mm. a good one, too. But He does uh, dress up as Santa and, and uh, you know, to go to the ALFs and to uh, at the VFW to, to greet children on, on the holidays. So he is a Santa, too. So He's handsome fool. He told me that uh, he put back in the menu the liver, so we have to get back there. Well... We, we may may be yeah. doing that soon. Yeah. Liver, liver and, and onions. onions. So, so if you're listening and you like liver and onions, you like that oh, one. Yeah. The BFW used to have that as a regular item on the menu on Thursdays. They are doing it again. So now stop. they have it every day. He told me every day, every day. Oh, okay, so, well, yes. No, no hit or miss now. No hit or miss. And uh, so Eric and I, we got to get up there. Yes. Then of course we got Charlie Hanger. Charlie, of course, another busy guy. He is. Uh, he's got some irons in the fire with some projects and uh, maybe that's something we can you know as things develop uh what he's working on we'll talk about that on the show and then we've got our you know a lot of other of our listeners trent and valerie and dennis and sharon and bill and shane and norman and howard and william and his wife holly can't forget howard and his wife valerie and then uh keith and uh jim steven james heather kelly rudolph thomas Leon, and um, we thank you all for listening. We know there's more listeners out there. Oh yeah, good morning to all you guys. I have people tell me they listen. They stop in the in the office, and we thank you. And I hope you get a lot out of uh, 
our show, yeah. Out of our show, whether it's a little bit of history or just what's going on with the VA or how we can help you with it. any potential claims for benefits. <clears throat> That's what we specialize in. Our, of course, you know, the uh, uh, Palm Coast Observer, kind enough to put a veteran of the week in each week, and this week is no exception. And this week's veteran is Nelson E. Sestoke. And that's his branch of the military, his U.S. Navy. Dates of service, 1980 to 1996. That's active in reserve time. His occupation was uh, HM2. You know what that is, Eric? Corpsman. Hospital Corpsman. Hospital Corpsman. Hometown is Miami, Florida. Nelson Sestoke enlisted in the U.S. Navy in 1980 and following boot camp in San Diego, California, he was trained as a hospital corpsman. He remained in San Diego as the petty officer in charge of immunizations at the Naval Training Center. He continued to excel and advance in his naval career field by attending advanced laboratory school and then field medical school, uh, which uh, came with the commensurate promotions. His last active duty assignment was with the 1st Marine Amphibious Brigade, FMF, uh, (laughs) Kanoe, Hawaii, where he received three certificates of commendation, meritorious unit commendation, Fleet Marine Force Ribbon, and two good conduct awards. After his honorable separation from active duty, Sestoki entered the Navy Reserve in Miami, Florida, where he was assigned to Mobile Diving Salvage Unit Number 2. In his life outside the Navy, Sestoki worked for Bristol-Myers Squibb, Johnson & Johnson, and Sanofi uh, Pharmaceutical Companies as a sales representative. He finished his working career with Dexcom Incorporated, a medical device company. Sestoki has been married to his wife, Julia, for almost 41 years. They have four grandchildren and have resided in Palm Coast since 2020. He enjoys traveling, reading, playing pickleball, and going to church. Sestoki is an active member of the American Legion Post 115. Nelson Sestoki, thanks for your service, sir. Thank you, sir. And I encourage anyone who has a veteran they'd like to recognize to send their submissions to news at observerlocalnews.com. And uh, now moving on to history. So history remembered by Veterans on Point. As regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to remember, something to think about, something to go back and read more about. Veterans make history and are largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there is no better place on earth. The world is safer, more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. Amen to that. Not done yet. But folks, stay vigilant because uh, we need better people leading us in this country. Indeed. We need better people. So. Indeed. When you go to the ballot box, think about that. And as the primaries go forward, think about that, please. And if you're not happy with what you see in the news, well, we do have a say. We've got to do it collectively and vote in the best candidates. Here's our history for the 13th of August through the 19th of August. On August 13th, 1918, the first woman enlisted in the United States Marines After joining the Marine Corps, Ofa Mae Johnson from Kokomo, Indiana, was assigned desk duty at Marine Corps headquarters in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, Johnson, due to being first in line that day, uh, uh, there were 300 women who enlisted, but she was first in line, so she gets the credit for being the first female enlistee in the Marine Corps. And that was, uh, she was 39 years old at the time of enlistment. 
On August 14, 1935, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act, establishing a permanent national old age pension system through employer and employee contributions. Um, I would recommend that you do not always count on that or how much it's going to be. Uh, if you're a young person, uh, open up uh, you know, a 401k or some other type of uh, retirement investment account because if you, if you rely on this, then uh, you might be sorely disappointed sometime in the future. Even if you receive it in the future, you oh, know, yeah. that's, 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 now, nowadays is, with the cost of living or stump, stuff like that, you know, it's not enough. So, it, guys, it, it was designed to be a supplement. A supplement. Your, so, yeah, so do other stuff. Not, not your primary. Right. No, at all. August 15th, 2021, the Taliban regained control of Kabul, Afghanistan, as U.S. troops withdrew from the country. Uh, very controversially. Local, there, I recently, Eric, uh, when you were out last week, have a, a young guy who's a Navy corpsman. He was there when, when all that happened. And uh, I thanked him. I thanked uh, him and that he made it back in one piece. So uh, uh, we do have local folks who were on the ground then when that happened. August 16th, 1977, American singer Elvis Presley, known as the king of rock and roll, died of a heart attack. Brought on largely by drug abuse. Also on, I didn't, I didn't realize this, but on August 16th, but in 1948, American baseball legend Babe Ruth died at age 53. Yeah. So we had the king of rock and roll and the king of swing yeah. died on the same day. Um, Babe Ruth is also known as the Sultan of Swat. So in honor of the Babe this week, we're going to combine the two, his two titles the King of Swing, and then the Sultan of Swat. And we're going to end the sh- today's show with a song by Dire Straits from 1978 called The Sultans of Swing. <laughs> and uh, that just makes me, gives me yeah. an excuse to play, have the song <laughs> played because I like it. And, uh, but it's in honor of Babe. On August 17th, 1996, the Reform Party announced Ross Perot uh, was selected to be the first ever presidential nominee, opting for the third party's founder over challenger Richard Lamb. That's another, you know, uh, really could use a third party. So <laughs> You know what? I was stationed in Rosie Road back then. I did vote for For, for Ross Perot? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I know the two major parties don't want it to happen, and uh, their fear is that if you have a third party, it's going to sway on unnaturally sway to one of the larger parties, but well, that's what we don't. Is. If you don't yeah. try something somewhere, we're going yeah. to be stuck in the same in the pattern same, yes. we're in. So, on August eighteenth, nineteen twenty, the Nineteenth Amendment was ratified after Tennessee, by just one vote, became the thirty-sixth state to approve it, capping the seventy-two-year fight to win the women the right to vote in the United States. On August 19th, 1812, the USS Constitution, commanded by Captain Isaac Hull, won a brilliant victory over the British frigate HMS uh, Guerrero in the War of 1812. The U.S. Constitution, also known as Old Ironsides, mm-hmm. Old Ironsides is a three-masted, wooden-hulled, heavy frigate of the United States Navy. She is the world's oldest ship still afloat and is berthed at Pier 1, of the former Charlestown Navy Yard in uh, Boston. On, on uh, August, uh, I'm sorry, on 17 January 2022, 
Commander Billy J. Farrell, U.S. Navy, became the first woman to command the Constitution and remains so today. So there's your history for this week, the uh, 13th through the, through the 19th. And so, again, if you heard something that uh, you found interesting, go back and read more about it. That's why you carry around that. Well, it might not be the reason you carry around the phone, but it's a good reason that you have you have all the information in the world in that in right that, in your hand in that smartphone. So, yeah. drivers, drivers, drivers. The V uh, the DAV is uh, seeking volunteer drivers to take veterans from their homes to their VA appointments. Uh, give them a call at three eight six four three nine two one two two to be a volunteer. You don't have to use your own vehicle. The DAV has VA vehicles. You do need to be vetted. You do need to be insurable. And so, as uh, our buddy Billy Jones says, you know, you can also tour the countryside as you take veterans from their homes over possibly to Gainesville. That's one of the locations. But, you know, it goes to St. Augustine, Daytona Beach, uh, Orlando. And if you're, you know, if, if need be, a veteran needs to go to Daytona, uh, the DAV will take, I'm not Daytona, but to Tampa, for instance, or to, mm-hmm. even to the regional office in St. Saint, in Saint Petersburg, it can be arranged. So um, they new, do need volunteers. And if you get called to do an assignment, you can pick and choose. You can just do the short ones. If you if you're like to do the long ones, you can do the long ones. So, But please give them a call, 386-439-2122. They need you. They very much do. Um, meetings and events, August 15th, that's Tuesday, the Marine Corps League's uh, meeting at 6 p.m. at the VFW, which is 47 Old Kings Road North and Palm Coast. On Wednesday the 16th, VFW has its own meeting. That's post 8696, 6.30, VFW. And then also want to remind you that the uh, Veteran of the Year nominations period is open. That's August, started August 1st, goes, goes through the 30th of September. And uh, please, if you want more information on that, give me a call at 386-313-4014. And I'll email you the nomination instructions. Um, We are at the Flagler County Veterans Services Office, which is 17 East Moody Boulevard in Bunnell. We're in room 108. Eric and myself, we're there to serve you, help you help uh, veterans and their families, surviving spouses, with uh, with claims and information about about uh, burial and about education and about health care and about how to you know get reduced uh, property taxes uh, due to your disability compensation. So give us a call. Give us a call. And so before we move on to our discussion of the week, I just let's find out how Eric's vacation went. All right. How did it start? It start rough. <laughs> it start very rough. You know, I was supposed to. Leave at six a.m. and get home at eight forty-five to two and two nine. But I I I got home at two a.m. almost two a.m. with the next morning. But it's fine, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm, lucky I'm, I'm, lucky yeah. your wife Deanna looked at her phone and saw that your yes. flight wasn't leaving at six in the morning. Yes, and it didn't leave till when that night at ten, well, right? Four o'clock. It was first changed to four o'clock, then five, six, seven, eight. Left at eight. Got home about ten forty-five. Got then to I your drove. got to the Puerto Rico. And, yeah, I got. 2 p.m. San Juan and 10.45, then drove home about hour 45 minutes late. <laughs> I got home, but it's fine. You know, I guess uh, you grow old and grow wise and grow patient. Yeah. And I took it as it is, you know. Uh, but then, you know, the, after the rough day, then you enjoyed uh, your next was, uh, yeah, couple was weeks. Everything was fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything was fine. My dad is doing okay. 
of course, uh, and I saw my family enjoy the beach and did some work in my mother's house. Uh, but I felt pretty good, pretty different this time for some reason. I, I felt like uh, I didn't have an agenda. I didn't have a schedule plan. You know, like you go on vacation, you have, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Take, you know, take advantage of your days. And, and, and this this time it was like I get up uh, whenever my body want to get up. I do what I want to do. And it gave you a little slice of what retirement could feel like. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel I told you and I feel, I'm feeling really good. You know, uh, maybe I don't know. Like you say, you told me in the office, you know, maybe just two weeks. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll see, we'll find out later. On, so, well, I mean, it's, I've listened to a lot of people who retire going to they take a couple of weeks off and it, it feels great. But then, you know, like we say, what you got, you can do that, but you still got to have you a have purpose. To have, yeah, you, you have still to have, have to have a, a purpose. Something, yes. Something. Have have doesn't it. have to be every day. No. <laughs> but something to look forward to, you know, you know whether it's volunteering, whether it's uh, getting back out there and having a part-time job, and we're still seeing people, talking to people, and uh, so... Oh, yeah. there's no way you can be in a you know a home doing it's not, anything. You it's know, not I, good for you. We've seen that over and over. You yeah. know, I did I, I did some work in my mother's house, and the next day I didn't feel like working a house. I took off, you know, and but you have to do something. That's your prerogative when yeah. you're when you're in that. Yeah, situation, you have to do so. something absolutely. But it was a great time. Well, I'm glad you uh, got some uh, good good uh, ener- energized uh, time oh, off yes. and. And hope Deanna had a good time, and, oh, and yes. Deanna's mom's doing good, and she's doing okay. Her stepdad's yeah. doing good. Who's in his nineties? Yeah, right? he's in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he's doing well. And Puerto Rico was hot. Oh, it's here. <laughs> I told Deanna before we left, oh, we going back Florida. She didn't be that hot, young man. When I step out of the plane, still hot to the Orlando parking lot. <laughs> it was hot. I mean, no different whatsoever. But hey, it is what it is. I'll take it. I don't like the cold weather, so I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, you know, of course we can escape into air conditioning. Yeah, so it's well, not, that was different bad. between here and there, and, and back home I don't have an AC. You know, like a full house AC. I have just AC when you're sleeping. On, yeah, when I'm sleeping. So inside the house, it's like an oven. <laughs> I mean, it's concrete wall, concrete roof, so it's like an oven. Yeah, <laughs> so I remember. It's, it's, it's a different. I remember those days. I lived in a in a uh, concrete uh, and stucco house in the philippines yeah. with no central air conditioning no, no central air conditioning yeah. you're you're moist all the time oh man yes <laughs> yes i get that and i asked diana how they how they do it you know i guess your your body get climatized sure uh, sure well i mean prior to the prior to carrier inventing the air conditioning yes. people had to do it you had to do it yeah. yeah we're just wimps now yeah that's what it is we get you know so so uh, so uh, used to the AC, the uh, you know the uh, central AC that we get used to that thing so much, and I mean, but hey, I had a great time. Good. So one of the things, uh, Eric, we talked about in the office uh, this week, and you know, uh, I wanted to ad- address it. We just like you to know, folks. You know, we are at Veterans Services to assist you. You come to us. You're looking for help you're looking for expertise and we offer that um we're we we love to do it that's why we show up we're both uh, formally retired already we come to the office uh because we enjoy what we do so um but we also recognize first and foremost it is your claim and you have the right to make claims as you wish the va allows you to make claims for anything but you need the medical evidence you need uh, you need you need to support something backing your claim. Uh, 
Otherwise, it's not going to be successful. That's, that's where we come in. We provide the guidance and the expertise. But if you're going to come see us and then you're going to go off unbeknownst to us and file claims contrary to our advice or additional claims after you've come to meet us, then we're going to request uh, that our VSO veteran relationship be terminated because you're undermining, we're giving you advice, and if you, when you open claims and we don't know about it, it can foul things up, it, and, it, and it has. We, this has happened recently. Happened many been, times. Before. Happens many times. It's been happening again recently. And so why come to us, ask for advice, and then go off and do what you want? Then, If that's the case, then just uh, do your own claims, and best of luck. And ultimately, they've, ultimately they're going to end up in the office anyway because well, they, some they, some do some do they some, they did it wrong and some they, do they, come back and say hey I goofed up and I need some help some after that their pride they're too prideful to come back and they just live with a, a damage claim yeah. and they never get it fixed so or they go somewhere else and it doesn't get doesn't get repaired either but uh, another thing is don't sit home and obsess about your claims. When you file a claim, I want you to understand the VA is, uh, I mean, if you think your claim is taking too long, I want you to stop and find a purpose. Don't, don't fixate on your claim because if you're, yours is, yours is not the only claim in the system. Not at all. The VA has reported a backlog of almost 300,000 claims. It's going to get larger because after this last push for the PACT Act, and we've seen it locally, um, you know, there's going to get that uh, backlog is going to get larger. Now, since the PACT Act went into uh, law last August, the VA says it's processed about a 425,000 claims just for the PACT Act. Just the PACT Act. Not yeah. the other claims. Um, we want to assure you that if you file a claim in our office, we are co- keeping a close eye on it for you. And we tell you that. We let you know that. You're not, you know, it's not a mystery. We tell you we're following your claim. If there are irregularities, we're going to contact the VA, do an inquiry. We'll let you know that we've done an inquiry. But if, it's, if we look at it and we know it's processing normally based on our knowledge and the, and the review of the VA and other people's claims, we know that, okay, it's no different than anybody else's claims or no different than anybody who's got a claim similar to yours because some claims are done a little differently. They go to specialized um, teams within the VA, whether it's um, special review for toxic environment or military sexual trauma. They go to special teams, and they could take even longer than a a regular claim. Absolutely. So we keep an eye on that. And if we think, like I said, if it's irregular, we'll address it. If it's not, we can still keep an eye on it. We'll keep you informed. We don't mind you calling us or emailing us every so often just to say, "Have you, you know, can you mind taking a look at it?" And that's okay, but not weekly, maybe not even biweekly, because that's just too. Uh, yeah, don't too be often. obsessed. You know, yeah. it will be done, and we'll track. We'll tracking your claim. We got two minutes left, and I just want to finish this up by saying, some veterans who even try to involve their congressman, and I will tell you that you're not going to make the – they can't even make the VA go any quicker. Okay, you'll get a nice letter that says the VA is working on your claim. It processes claims in the order they're pro- processed yeah. or they're in, the, in the order they're, they're pro- received. They're received, yeah. And you will be notified when a decision is made. You'll get a copy. Your congressman will be CC'd on that, 
and you'll be back. That's the you'll end be back it, yeah. waiting like everybody else. Yes. Okay. The VA is a glacier. It's going to move at its own pace. Um, neither Eric or I work for the VA. We're not employees of the VA. We're not apologists for the VA. We're just telling you like it is. So please be patient. Eric's been a Eric's been a claimant. I've been a claimant. We've all been in this boat before. We know we know how it feels to wait. So and we uh, so we empathize, we sympathize, and and uh, we're we we're in your corner. We're not gonna you know we we promise you when we do your claims we're gonna be there till the end. If you're happy with your claim, that's fine. If you're not happy with it, we're gonna review it. We're gonna look at the rating. We're gonna look at the examination reports, and we'll talk with you and we'll figure out. Do you think it's uh, the right decision or not? And if it's not, we're going to continue to fight it for you. So, Indeed. The lawyers aren't going to help you. The companies like Combat Craig and the VA Insiders are not going to help you. Not at all. All they're going to do is take your money. With, with your office here at Flagler County Veterans Services, you have two competent, successful uh, VSOs who uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It's your it's your uh, benefit as a county resident. So that's my piece today. We're down under the two minutes. And uh, what do we always say? No country, no state, and no county does more for veterans than the United States of America, the great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the beautiful Palm Coast, all of its beautiful beach cities, and... Uh, uh, it's a little different than I usually say because I forgot my script, that part of it again anyway. So that's that's just honesty coming from your host. And um want to remind you also to be a victor, not a victim. To be educated, not indoctrinated. And most importantly, be kind, be kind. to someone today or many someones. All right, Mr. Producer, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, guys, and glad to be back. Eric, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Guitar John.